HIPAA is overwhelming and how can we make this more simple for people? Uh, we also wanted to save money and, and reduce risk, right? And those are sort of the three components of why we created CyberTrust Alliance. Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Well, hello, all my wonderful pharmacy peeps. This is Dr. Lisa Faust here with Diversify RX. And we're going to be talking about maybe a not so sexy topic today, but it's very critical for your pharmacy. And I've actually been speaking with a couple of pharmacy owners, and this topic is kind of keeping them up at night. They're a little bit worried. They're not sure if they are fully covered like they could be. And so the topic that we're going to be talking about today is cybersecurity, your HIPAA protect protection, you know, both the private from a privacy standpoint of patient privacy, and also from the technological standpoint of your, you know, your hardware. A lot of times as pharmacy owners, we really, we really have a good grasp of like, we need to keep patient info private. Um, that's really easy to control when you're talking to somebody over the phone or you're asked to send over records to somebody. Those kinds of record releases are really easy to control, but what, what's keeping some owners up at night, including myself, I, I definitely worry about this, is you know what happens with hackers? You know, hackers seem to be getting into everybody's system lately, so why not mine? And so um, I have Randy here from CyberTrust Alliance who is going to just help us talk through this and see what options we have um, for keeping our pharmacy safe. Because ultimately, it's not just about your business and the uh, avalanche of bad PR that might happen um, if there were a breach, this is something that is threatening your actual business that can put you out of business, put you in bankruptcy, you know, and ruin your, your family legacy that you're really trying to create by owning a pharmacy. So, Randy, I really appreciate you joining me today and talking about this critical subject. It's not typically the one that most people are like new revenue, new profits, but it is one that is absolutely critical to success. So can you go ahead and just give yourself a little introduction and tell people, you know, who you are and, and a little bit about the company. Sure. Thanks, Lisa. It's great to be here with you. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, as you mentioned, not a super exciting topic oftentimes, um, but really critical in today's times and what's going on in, in the today's environment uh, and the economic challenges in front of all of us. Um, so we started the company about four years ago, and the idea was HIPAA is overwhelming, and how can we make this more simple for people? Uh, we also wanted to save money uh, and and reduce risk, right? And those are sort of the three components of why we created CyberTrust Alliance. Uh, and when we looked across the industry, there was a lot of really expensive, complicated solutions and a lot of DIY solutions. And and uh, and we felt like there was a need for something in the middle where we could walk people through it, help them, uh, but still keep it affordable and achievable. And so, really excited to to be here with you and talk about it today. Yeah. So, you know, kind of going back to the the hacker situation. So, you know, my worst nightmare when it comes to business risk and especially being in the pharmacy business is that somebody's going to hack in either, you know, to my system softwares or maybe my pharmacy management system software, take all the data and expect me to pay them $5 million in Bitcoin to get it all back kind of thing. Um, you know, we've, we've all have had seen those familiar news articles from big oil companies and big other companies where there's this whole ransom attack thing. So can you just tell me a little bit of like, 
how can we protect ourselves from those types of things if somehow the big companies can't how are less little guys supposed to be able to no that's a great question and and to your point you know in in the past year ransomware has grown more than the previous five years combined so really important thing for us to be talking about and what we find is you know you can spend millions of dollars if you have that much money <laughs> on the perfect uh technology solution but really a lot of this comes down to us to people right? And to training and to being aware of what's out there and being able to recognize when things are coming at you, uh, when we're all busy and we're all stressed and, you know, and overloaded, um, we really need to be aware of, of the types of, of things that come through our email, come through our text messages, even through phone calls uh, where people are trying to scam us and, and trying to get access to our records. So um, there's a lot in the training side, there are things that we can do on the technology side to minimize the amount of that information coming in, um, but so much of it comes down to us just being aware and and protecting ourselves and and being less trusting. You hear the term zero trust, uh, and that's typically talked about in terms of technology solutions. But I like to use that in people solutions, right? Where I, I hate it from the one standpoint, right? Where we're talking about community pharmacies, right, where you build your business on relationships, but we really have to be less trusting of digital relationships and the types of requests that we get and be really careful around that. Yeah, it's those darn scammers. They're no longer limited to just Nigerian princes that are trying to, you know, give you a, a windfall inheritance anymore. Um, they they have become quite sophisticated. And I like to pride myself that I think I'm pretty good at spotting these. You know, if you receive an email, let's say receive an email from CyberTrust Alliance and you look at the email and it's like it looks like CyberTrust Alliance and you you read it very quickly. But if you look really closely, maybe the S and the T are superimposed. And so it's a it's an incorrect email to spoof, you know, or, or a scam of they're trying to do. And one that I've been getting a ton of, I don't know how I got on these darn tootin' scammers list, but is like, you know, oh, your order confirmation, you know, there's a problem with your order, please call us, you know, those kinds of things. And um, it, it's, I hate it because it's time consuming just to delete and get rid of those. But it's like, man, that was actually pretty good. Like I've been weirdly impressed i guess on how sophisticated those guys guys i say guys but just general people i'm sure there's girl hackers out there i don't want to be sexist um but uh, you know the how sophisticated they've become on pretending to be someone else and you know when i've watched and followed some of these stories recently as i was kind of preparing for um you know our partnership and kind of uh going through it is it, a lot of times the root cause was an e uh, was an email that a, that an employee opened and they installed the malware and then the malware went and did its thing and then you know it was like this whole cascade happened just because of one employee in one email so I really like how you talk about it's not just your hardware it's it's really the people the people are your highest risk <laughs> and that that sucks in a in a business like ours where we want to trust our employees and we want to trust our people um but it becomes so important so this is why it's absolutely critical and you're right that the hipaa solutions out there 
um, especially for pharmacies that I'm aware of, it's there's like this grand divide. It was like this very complicated, very complex. I remember I hired, I ended up hiring my dad back in the day when I had my pharmacy because he worked in IT. And when he was looking at retiring, I was like, come work for me because I don't understand any of this. And it became almost a full-time job to, to really implement all this very complex, very high-end, basically HIPAA security. And then it was all the way on the other side where it's like you pay a couple hundred bucks, but you do some checklists and now I'm HIPAA compliant. Like it was just like this. It's like, but that option didn't feel very protected, you know? So it was like, do I go all in and like go crazy trying to figure out, you know, high end stuff or do I just check some boxes and somehow I'm compliant, but I don't really feel protected. And so when I actually first was introduced to you guys and you guys took me through the whole process, I was just. I loved your guys' solution. It seemed like that perfect, you know, Venn diagram. I loved how you said like in the middle between this is complex enough and thorough enough that I feel actually protected, but the user experience, I mean, I'm a pharmacist, I'm a business owner, I'm a marketer, I'm a lot of things, but an IT person and a security expert, I am not. <laughs> and so I felt that you guys with your system um, was complex enough to protect me, but not too complex to overwhelm me. And so um, anyways, talk just a little bit about what, what it is like to work with you guys. Like, how do you, how do you find that sweet spot of, I'm really actually helping you and I really am actually protecting you, but we're also doing a lot of the heavy lifting. No, I appreciate you saying that because um, that, that's really important to us. And, and part of the way we came, came about this solution was we started doing manual more costly risk assessments out in the field, right? Hundreds of them. Um, and we learned the hard way, right? Developing the right protocol, the right level of detail, um, you know, because our focus is on smaller groups, right? Smaller businesses that don't have the resources, right? Don't have the time, don't have the, the, uh, the, the money to spend on that, but still need to be protected. Um, and that's so important. And, and, you know, you, you touched on it, but, it's really about balance. And when we talk to the to the federal government about this, right? We've we've talked to them about what's the right level of balance. They have their own tool, right? That's free. And I tell people that all the time, but I just met with one of their auditors and he said, "Yeah, but if you rely just on that and you do it yourself, that's not enough because you really need an expert that can come in and work together with you and help you understand, you know, what you're dealing with. Not that you would want to do it all by yourself anyways." Um, and so that was important to us was to to figure out that right level of detail to understand from your side, right, from the pharmacist side, what you're dealing with, right, and all the things you're getting bombarded with all day long. So we made sure to work with folks, you know, on both sides of the aisle, if you will, um, that are looking at our solution from from both sides. So important things to us are like around phishing and those those nasty emails, right? Not only do we train you on that, but we also test you on that. Not test you as in, oh, we got you, but test you as in, hey, these folks are really sophisticated, like you mentioned, Lisa. And so let's give you examples of that so you understand how to better protect yourself. And then we're going to train you to reinforce those, those concepts. Same thing with policies and procedures, right? The federal government's really big on policies and procedures, and there's a whole bunch of them in HIPAA. The solution sets up templates for you for all the required policies and procedures, in a solution that shows you what's needed, helps you write those policies and procedures so you're not starting from scratch, right? And and customize them to make them your own. 
for your practice, right? It also trains your employees on those. So you as an owner don't have to worry about, you know, dispersing that information, making sure people have all that, right? You have a documented record of everybody's got a copy of this. They've all read through it. They've all signed off on it. Um, same with all the training. It's all recorded for you. Um, and then that assessment, right? When If you talk to the federal government, the first thing they're going to ask you is, when was your last risk assessment? And somewhere in the neighborhood of 70% of the country has never done one, right? Major problem. That's one of the biggest problems to compliance. Second thing they're going to ask for is a copy of your policies and procedures. So we knew those two were mission critical that we had to do side by side with you and help you understand that because there's so much information there. Uh, and then the tool walks you through that process along with our team. So you don't have to stand alone and it all gets documented for you. Um, so those are kind of the, the key things for us, right? Walking through it with you, expert people that are looking over your systems and giving you feedback, helping you prioritize where you spend your time and documenting everything so it's all recorded and captured for you. So how much, you know, one one of the big things happening in pharmacy right now, just like in many other industries, is I think a high turnover of employees. Um, you know, employees are coming and going and leaving. Uh, they're taking extended periods off. Then you're hiring in somebody temporary. Um, so in terms of HIPAA, obviously, you know, we've got to train our employees and those kinds of things. Um, but how much time, so if you have more new employees, you're obviously going to just spend more time. But how much time does the owner need to spend with you to kind of set up the program? Because um, I really like when pharmacy owners are like, hey, I'm going to sign up for the service. And then they never use it because they're like, oh, my gosh, I needed to spend, you know, 40 hours in one week to get it going. Um, so I'd like to give everybody a very clear, like, when you are setting up a new HIPAA program, like, how much time is involved in your, from your standpoint, you know, for a brand new pharmacy, maybe typical, like, eight employees. And then obviously, as they onboard new employees, those are going to be, you know, new time that the new employee has to go through the training, but it's not necessarily time for the owners. But what does that look like at first to really onboard a new pharmacy? Sure. So first thing we do is set up a kickoff meeting and explain the whole process, right? Because we want everybody to be on the same page. So we typically set that for about an hour. We walk you through the system. We demonstrate how everything works. We set expectations. We set dates for the different things that need to be accomplished. So somewhere between 30 minutes and an hour on that. Then to do our actual assessment, uh, rather than flying to wherever you are, driving to wherever you are, right? We do that virtually. So we send in two small appliances, right? One plugs into your network, that phone's home so we can run our scans of your network. The other is a tablet where we have a conversation just like you and I are, Lisa. Um, and the great thing is that takes maybe 20 minutes um, where we're going to say, hey, Lisa, would you just walk me through the facility right now? And we're going to take some pictures and document evidence as if I was standing there with you side by side, but you don't have to host me. We don't have to spend a couple hours doing that. You don't have to pay for me to travel across the country. We're just going to take some quick snapshots. We're going to gather some information. We're going to ask you some questions, right? So, you know, that process will take about a half hour for the walkthrough, maybe an hour for all the questions to gather all the information we need. So we're talking two and a half hours there, then we're going to go away, do all of our work. We're going to come back and present all that information to you inside the system in your account. So that typically, depending on how much time you want to spend asking questions, is up to another hour. So all total, you're looking at about three and a half hours, and then you're off to the races. Now, awesome. you're going to do some training. You're going to work on policies with us, right? But our goal is that you spend an hour or two a month 
to get things set up. And then as it rolls forward, we're going to look at that maybe once a year where we need to update some things and your staff's going to have to go through some training, but that's all self-paced and you just get reports on it and you don't have to, to mess with it once we get it all set up. One thing that I loved about your platform um, when, because I look at a lot of different softwares and they're not always easy to use, but I loved how you guys had like the color coding system that we all understand red, green, yellow. <laughs> we know red is bad, green is good, and yellow is like, oh, you're you're you know you're in the middle there. Um, so that made it really easy. When I was scrolling through the report, I knew exactly what I needed to spend my attention time. If it was green, I didn't really care about it. Like I don't need to worry about that. Obviously, we're we're, we're doing it okay. And so I really liked that that part of the experience for me. That was just made it. Um, the visually just very easy to to know exactly what to focus on. So you might have already answered this before we go. I got one question for you that to, to help all the pharmacy owners out there listening is what is the number one deficiency that you typically see um, in a farm, you know, in a pharmacy uh, that, uh, you know, always comes up red or things that pharmacy owners just aren't thinking about? Uh, you know, is there a most common or a, or a uh, top one that you you happen to see? So there's a couple, but I'll highlight two or three quick. The The biggest one is people don't have documented policies and procedures because it takes a lot of time. It's a pain, right? And so that's one of the reasons why we focus so much time in our platform on building that to make it simple. Um, and to your point, right, the color coding system, they test all that on me because they figure if I can get it, then anybody can. Um but, you know, was to lay all that out and put all the templates there so you knew exactly what you had to deal with. Um, so that's a big one where literally somewhere in the neighborhood of 70% of the country has zero documented. So that's a big one for us. Um, the other one is what we talked about at the beginning of the, the conversation was around fishing and training and testing. Um, and we're seeing a lot of that right now in uh, cyber insurance, right, and other other industries as well, but specifically healthcare, because healthcare data is so rich um, that doing that regular training on phishing and testing folks on phishing is the number one thing you can do, honestly. Um, you know, the policies and procedures are important. And if you ever get audited, you have to have them. But making sure your staff is is well armed and prepared for phishing uh, emails that come through and know how to deal with them is the number one thing you can do for yourself today. Yeah, because it's definitely not a matter of if, it's just when and how often, really, for getting those emails. Um, so, well, thank you so much for spending some time today. If you were listening to this and you own a pharmacy or manage a pharmacy, or maybe you're a HIPAA compliance officer um, and you know you want to make sure that you're doing it right, I highly recommend you just schedule a call with Randy and his team over at CyberTrust Alliance. You know, there's, there's no skin in your game besides time to just see maybe there's a different and better way of doing HIPAA security compliance because I, I certainly have felt it was a better way than what I was doing in my pharmacy. So um, you can go to HIPAAbadass.com. Of course, we all want to be pharmacy badasses here. So uh, that will take you right to the CyberTrust Alliance website where you can schedule a call. What, what do they need to do once they land over there, Randy? Well, it gives them a little information. There's a button to click to schedule some time on our calendar if you want to see the platform live. Um, but you can also absorb information from our website and read more about the solution. So we'd love to love to talk to you. We'd love to show you the solution. I think to your point, Lisa, seeing the the dashboard, you know, I think that's a big part of it because we tried to design that to make your job easier. 
Um, so we'd love to, to have that conversation with you. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. And again, hippabadass.com and go, go there and just make sure that you're safe. I, I just would hate to hear. Um, I've heard a couple of horror stories from some pharmacies. Uh, luckily, it's not rampant yet, um, but I'm sure that it's coming. So again, maybe not the most sexiest topic, but very critical to the sex success of your pharmacy, which is what we're uh, all about here at Diversify. So thanks so much, Randy. Thanks, Lisa. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a Pharmacy Badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.